It's the toughest, most important job in the world. Four kids. If you want to know what it's like to have a fourth, just imagine you're drowning. And then someone hands you a baby. This is The Mom Show. It's where moms come to learn and share. Our host is Lindsay Ertz on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome on into the Mom Show today. Thank you for joining us. I am Lindsay Ertz. Very excited about today's episode. Um, as a mom of two young children, I am not quite to the stage yet. Where I have teenagers, but I got to be honest, I'm scared about that stage. (laughs) I am nervous for how to parent teenagers. And so a new show here on KSL News Radio is going to launch in the coming weeks called KSL Teen Talk. I think that's the name. We may change that name, but for now we're calling it KSL Teen Talk. Uh, And today we're going to share some of those thoughts from teenagers. And and this is really exciting because they're going to give you a perspective on how we as moms and dads who are listening to can parent our teenagers from the perspective of teenagers. So I love that because I'd like to pick their brains in particular about how I parent them. And I'm going to be taking notes and writing all this down for when my six and two year old become teenagers. I got a few years. So without further ado, uh, Jocelyn Osmond is one of our hosts of the Teen Talk along with Grant Westcott. Guys, welcome. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Teen Talk show. Utah has more kids and teenagers than any other state in the country. And it's about time we had a voice. This KSL Teen Talk show is going to focus on topics affecting kids, including technology, school, extracurricular activities, parents, peer pressure, and so much more. Okay, let's talk. First off, I would like to introduce my friend and co-host today. How's it going, Grant? Welcome to the show. Hi, Jocelyn. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. And I'd also like to introduce one of the best teenage advocates I personally know, Mr. Glon, who is the principal of American Fork High School. That is the nicest thing I've ever heard. Thank you, Jocelyn. <laughs> I'm so happy Absolutely, to be here. Absolutely, yes. Uh, we are so grateful to have you guys on the show today. The topic I want to discuss with you today is technology and teens. Mr. Glon, let's start with you. You've been in education working with kids and teenagers for so many years. So you've seen firsthand what the benefits and positives of technology are. What would you say is the biggest effect on teens? Uh, biggest effect on teens or the big, best thing for teens? Let's do both. Okay. Um, I think it connects them in a way that they've never been able to be connected before. Um, I've noticed that my students from my school know students from other schools, which is really great. Um, they can, the, the possibilities are endless. They can order food whenever they want. They can, like, I don't know if I would have been able to show up to this studio today if it weren't for the Maps app. Like, there are so many things where you can do with technology. And I personally love my phone. Uh, And I know students love their phones too. Um, They are connected to a larger world and they can leverage that for great things. I love that. Grant, what about you? What do you think the positives of technology are? Well, definitely for me, because I'm a performer and I'm trying to like get myself out there. There's so much you can do with social media. And it's it's really kind of crazy these days how you can just sit in your bedroom and become famous around the world in literally 10 minutes. Absolutely. And I just think that's so amazing. Yeah. And I personally think that teens are more exposed to a more diverse world. Um, communication has never been more convenient. Like you can just text people, especially during covid During quarantine, that was my saving grace. 
Like, that was the way I was able to stay in touch with my friends and check in on them. Oh, yeah. Me too, for sure. Agreed. And they're, they're exposed to different opinions as well. Like, how often do you read a hundred thesis statements and then look at the comments and you're like, oh, here are refuting arguments. And it's amazing how that has helped kids be more tolerant of other um, students that, that, I mean, it's a lot easier to live kind of a, a different lifestyle now because students understand they're connected to people who live different lifestyles. And I think they're a lot more accepting in this generation than they were in previous ones. And let me ask you guys this. Do you, as teenagers, feel like most teens view social media and or technology this way? Because a lot of times we hear about the negative sides of technology, right? How people compare each other to each other and how there's bullying online that happens. But do you guys think your peers recognize that social media and or technology can be used in this way? Yeah, I think so for sure. Like, I mean, a lot of teens are addicted to it and like they kind of like that's their go-to thing, I guess, that they like. Not just teens, Grant. Not just teens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not just teens. Mom and dad too. To Mom and dad too. Yeah. Yeah, but I think for sure there there's there's a lot of benefits of it. Like Mr. Glon said, like having a phone, there's so many things you can do. Like we couldn't have gotten to this studio without our Maps app and like you can order food and I can text my friends instead of like, I don't know, in the olden days, what, do you send a dove to like deliver a message? <laughs> really? That's what you think happened in the olden days, a dove? <laughs> I don't know. But How old I've do never you, thought do of I my childhood as the olden days, but I am now. Right? <laughs> gives me perspective. I feel so old. <laughs> It happens. Technology is such a big part in each one of our lives, especially today. Like, technology is used each and every day. Like, I can't go a day without texting my friends or going on social media and checking up on what my cheer team's doing or what my friend at school is doing, right? Um, but we also wouldn't be able to do schooling without technology like i know a lot of us go on skyward and canvas and i know zoom was really popular this past year without zoom i wouldn't be able to even pass last year because we literally had no way to go to school so we were in a really tight spot and i think technology really saved us and let me just speak to the education part of that because the worst thing that technology could do is be a replacement for worksheets And I think students hate that when they see like, oh, I could have just done this on a worksheet. I mean, worksheets can be the worst, right? But it could also be something that connects us to an actual authentic audience uh, that we're doing an an assignment for. For example, like in the past, you wrote a paper and that who would see that paper? Your teacher, one person. And I think... Uh, what we could do with education now is, hey, I, I'm i going to assign you to write a review on this movie and you're going to post it on IMDb. Um, and that gives the student this feeling like, oh my gosh, more, more than just my teacher is going to read this. Uh, this is actually going out into the world. And that increases the the authenticity of the lesson and their motivation to do a good job. 
That's a really good point. But according to Grant, if we had had a pandemic even a few years ago, we'd have to deliver worksheets with a dove. Oh, my so, God. <laughs> no, I'm talking like way oh, Okay. 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 I'm very grateful for technology. You're listening to the KSL Teen Talk Show. Uh, Jocelyn Osmond and Grant Westcott, along with Principal of American Fork, uh, Peter Glon. We are chatting today from a teen's perspective about how we as moms and parents can help our teens through this world that we're all navigating. And this is all brought to you by Central Bank, voted Best of Utah Valley. Again, they have this new Youth Smart program, which is basically a savings product for kids. It's a savings account for kids. So if you want to get your kids learning how to save money, you can visit Central Bank and um, check out that product right there. We'll take a break. More on The Mom Show when we come back. You've joined The Mom Show. Being a mom can be tough sometimes. We try to make it easier. Here's Lindsay Ertz on KSL News Radio. Welcome back into the Mom Show today. Thank you for joining us. Really excited to talk today to our guests who are two local teenagers. This is all part of a show that's coming up on KSL called Teen Talk. And um, Jocelyn and Grant, our hosts today. Jocelyn and Grant, tell us how old you are. I am 14. I'm 15 years old. Okay, so 14 and 15 years old. You guys are going to get a peek, a window into the world we live in now through the perspective of these two fantastic teens. Uh, Joining us also, Peter Glon, principal of American Fork High School, also a parent of teenagers. So he's the perfect person to give us a window into that educator perspective and the teen parent perspective. So uh, you guys, we talked last segment a lot about the benefits of technology. You guys are growing up in a world right now where you'll never know a world without these internet you'll never like grant thinks that doves brought us our worksheets before (laughs) (laughs) before technology so but you guys are growing up in a world where this is your normal and that's totally fine it's just different for a lot of us who are older and we think oh man yeah a lot of us can function without technology right now but you guys will never know a world without this so jocelyn talk to me about some we talked about some of the benefits but talk to me about some of those things that is a struggle for you guys with technology yeah Technology is so wonderful, but there's also a dark side. Like one thing I've noticed is that people aren't able to have conversations anymore. The other day, the weirdest thing happened. I said hi to this girl in the hall and she immediately looks down and started twiddling her thumbs on her phone. And immediately my phone got a ding and I looked down and she said hi. And I was like, uh. Just via text? Yeah, When you're standing face to face? Yes. She literally texted me and I was like, oh, okay. I'm like, we're probably missing some social skills here. Eye contact. Here we go. Exactly. Eye contact. So that really took me back. I was like, wow, there's a problem. Yeah, that is crazy. It's like crippled our ability to talk to people. Uh, There's a little bit of that, what I've seen. Um, As a principal, I'm in several different classrooms kind of observing what's going on. And a lot of times the lesson will end or kids will get done with their work. And in my day at that point, that was kind of like the golden hour or moment where you could just kind of look around and talk to other kids and talk about your favorite song at that point or, or, you know, who you like. And, uh, what I see now is kids when they're done, they like go right to their phone and there are kids who are social and who would talk and and they're great to talk with, but there's kind of this barrier to entry into those relationships. And even my daughter's like, I'm just having a hard time making friends, even though they were in person in school uh, this year in, in those classes. And I'm like, well, what do you do when you're done with your work? She's like, well, I just go on my phone. I'm like, okay, that is a problem. Talk to someone. She's like, well, they're on their phone. And 
that makes me sad that yes, there are awkward moments that come from, you know, the pause of the, I don't know what to do with my time, but in those awkward moments is where we learn how to be human and we learn how to make connections. And that's something that I think we are missing a lot. Well, yeah. And technology isn't going away, right? So it's almost like we as parents need to learn how to embrace it, how to work with it and how to use it to our advantage as opposed to fighting against it. Because you can't just be like, nope, kids not getting phones forever. Right. Because that's how kids like you're saying. That's how kids communicate now. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting that you said like it's not going away because like I was talking with my dad the other day and we've all had iPhones, what, like 10 years now or whatever. And like we definitely have a lot of pictures like some people like I know my mom has like 10,000 pictures or whatever. Mm -hmm. But you think about like way into the future, we're going to have so much stuff like filed up. I don't know. It's just crazy because like my dad and I were talking. We're like. Well, in the future, you're going to have 100 million pictures. Like, you have all these crazy things in your texts. Like, yeah. I, I feel like know. the world is all on technology. Like, these days, whenever I'm hanging out with my friends, they're always taking pictures. It's like, I, I'll, like, go on Instagram, and I'll scroll, and I'll see all these friends just, like, hanging out, and it, like, hurts a little bit. And I notice it's, like, almost as if we didn't hang out if we didn't document it on the internet. That's true. I am sure I was left out on a lot of like social things when I was in high school and junior high, but I didn't know it. Right. Like there was no place for me to go and Pixar see all my friends happen. hang out. Right. And yeah. yes, yeah. I had moments where I'm like, okay, I have to be home because I know that someone's going to call me right now and I'd stay home and not get that call. And that, that was bad too. Um, but yeah, it is really the FOMO fear of missing out is real and it hurts gosh it hurts as adults when you see that right so um that is something that you guys have to deal with and and i feel for you there yeah yeah for me i definitely before social media i was just like a little kid i was just happy i just wanted to like play outside you know i had no idea what fomo was and now after scrolling through instagram i'll see my friends and they're like oh they all did that i wonder where that was or like i've like developed something and i thought like oh, I've never had that. I'll be fine. It's just like a teenager problem that I won't have. And like more and more I'm realizing, wait, no, I totally have that. Yeah. And being a teenager is hard as it is, right? Like, Oh, yeah. Trying to figure out who you are and trying to figure out what you like to do and what you want to be is hard. And so having all these people seeing like they know what they're doing in their life and seeing it each and every day and like reminding you is tough. Yeah. yeah. And even... Like, last week or whatever, we were at, like, our school lagoon day, like, the ninth grade day. And, like, after everything fun we did, my brain immediately was like, take a picture. People have to know that, like, we had fun. Otherwise, it didn't happen. Right. No one will know. Yeah. That that makes me think about, we, we talked about how it's awesome that you guys have so many connections. But some of those connections are a mile wide and an inch deep. And you're really, like, what you need is intimacy. And a lot of times people think of intimacy as, mm-hmm. as sex. Yeah. Uh, but really what it is, is close personal relationships and those deep moments. And, and that's why, you know, as a, as a school administrator, I've been to several school dances and it's one of the biggest manifestations that I see of, of less intimacy is a slow dance. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know how many people have gone and chaperoned at, dances these days and i love the kids they have such a fun time they're still having a good time but when a slow song comes on it is like drink break it is, <laughs> but i i'm out of here and i will 
I'll go up to kids and be like, hey, how come you're not, you know, it's dancing? You brought a date. Why aren't you guys? And they're like, that is just so weird. I'm like, okay, what's weird about it? You're like, and it wasn't like the touching because they do that fine in their mosh pits. Mm. It's the, <laughs> it's the uh, conversation. Mm. Like, I, it's just, what do you talk about? You're just sitting there talking. And I thought, oh my gosh, I used to spend hours, like one to two hours, three hours even talking on the phone with people. And that just doesn't happen anymore. It's these quick uh, texts like, hey, how are you? Or, you know, these quick moments. And it's yeah. just, and it's not And you have time to think deep. and craft your response. Yes. Too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Really interesting point. Peter Glon, principal of American Fork. We're talking with two teens today who uh, can give us a window, a peek into their world at navigating all of this technology and social media from the perspective of a 14 and 15 year old. Grant Westcott, Jocelyn Osmond, uh, the hosts of our Teen Talk segment. It's all brought to you by Central Bank, voted best of Utah Valley again. And they have a Youth Smart program, which is a savings account. For teens, this is such a great idea as parents. You can get your kids saving money now. Such an important principle to remember. So you can check out Central Bank if you are interested in that. We'll take a break. More with these two, these three rather, on The Mom Show when we come back. It's the toughest, most important job in the world. Four kids. If you want to know what it's like to have a fourth, just imagine you're drowning. (laughs) And then someone hands you a baby. This is The Mom Show. It's where moms come to learn and share. Our host is Lindsay Ertz on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back into The Mom Show today. Thank you for joining us. I am Lindsay Ertz. If you're just joining us, the show today is basically titled KSL Teen Talk because we're talking to two teenagers. Grant is 15, Jocelyn is 14, and they are walking us through navigating for us this world. And a lot of what we're talking about today is social media and or technology through the eyes of teenagers. And I love this because I don't have teenagers yet. My kids are six and two. So I'm really taking mental notes on how how I'm going to navigate these teen years. So I love hearing your guys' perspective on these different topics. And joining us also, Peter Glon. He's the principal of American Fork High School. And this is all brought to you by Central Bank, Strong, Local, Secure. They have a Smart Savings program where you can start, your kids can start saving money right now. So I'd encourage you to check that out. All right, you guys, we've talked a lot about technology today. We've talked a lot about the pros. We've talked a lot about the cons. But one of the other things you guys are navigating is social media. And I would love to get a peek into your minds on how you guys use social media. First of all, Jocelyn, just what, just even walk us through. If if parents and grandparents are listening right now, they might not even know what TikTok, what Instagram, what uh, Snapchat is. Walk us through some of those. Yeah. So the big three social media platforms are Snapchat, TikTok, and Instagram. Grant, do you want to explain what TikTok is? Yeah. So TikTok, basically, you kind of put out a video. It can be up to 60 seconds of just anything. It could be anything you want. There's a lot of people promoting products, like small businesses type thing, just trying to be funny, adventures, like literally anything. Now, Photography. I've, sorry, I've watched TikToks, but I haven't actually made one. What? How do you make a TikTok? Okay, so they actually make it really simple for everyone because I think they want everyone to use that. Like everyone that's on the app, they want more creators, they call them basically. Yeah. So you can just film a video right on the app. They have tons of different editing things that you can use. And it's actually quite interesting because you can make some pretty cool videos. And I know <laughs> I've, messed ar- I've messed around with like transitions and different things but 
Yeah, and they're only like thirty second clips, so people just scroll on those things all day because yeah, they go so and, quick. Yeah, and all you do is like, and then like this one person just sits there, and they just have to press the like button, and then all of a sudden you feel like popular, basically, just for someone. Double tapping well, a picture of your face, and I sort of feel like TikTok is where we see people's real creativity come out. Absolutely. Right? People are so funny. They're so creative. They're so they their perspectives are so unique. So it's fun for me to see those thirty second clips where you can fit a ton of information into thirty seconds and present it in a unique way. That's why I like TikTok. I, I can vouch. I have started like oh, someone sent me a video, and then I just have got fallen down the rabbit hole where I'm like next next and like two hours later I'm like what just happened yeah. it's, pretty, it's, it's candy for the brain I yeah. think yeah. oh yeah I find myself sitting there and I'm like next video I see if it's good I'm gonna get up and go to the bathroom like I can do this oh my and gosh I found I myself can't doing that do too <laughs> and like it'll be an hour and then I'm like I have not gotten off the couch yeah and you're like I'm so hungry long. I need to go eat like this is bad but the, another thing for me is like I have like an Instagram and a TikTok I don't have Snapchat, but for me, because I am a performer and I sing, I try and get myself out there. And these days, it's very easy to do that. And my mom actually has control of both of my like TikTok and Instagram accounts, and she can run those and like make sure everything is okay. Well, let's talk about that for a second, Grant, because I, as a parent, want full control of those for my child, oh, yeah. but yeah. I also want to respect your privacy and your individuality and your creativity and your privacy. So talk to me about that balance between you feeling like you have your freedom and what we as parents should be doing. Well, yeah. So for me, like on Instagram and TikTok, I just kind of go through like I can watch the videos like if I see someone I want to follow because I like what they do. I can do that. But then like for my mom's side of it, she'll check out who is following me. If it's some random person, she has no idea who it is. They don't have a profile. Usually, I feel like no profile, no followers is like a big red flag. Oh, that's For me, great. I always just block those people, and my mom will help me with that. So you so, feel comfortable with her going in to do that part of it? You yeah, don't feel so stifled she, or, she or can lack go of in and look at anything. Like, I don't know necessarily how much she looks at, like, if she looks at all the people I follow her. But I definitely feel like I have a lot of freedom, but I still feel safe because she's there yeah. checking all the people who try and DM me. But that's a good yeah. rule of thumb. Don't put anything on the internet. You don't want mom to see. Yeah, for Jocelyn, sure. what about for you? I was going to say, I think that's really important because... I've noticed that a lot of teenagers these days have like dwindling self-esteem because they get so obsessed with these likes and these comments and it starts to affect who they are. Like I found myself like checking my Instagram being like, oh my gosh, how many likes do I have? And I stop and I'm like, whoa, what? What am I looking at? What am I focusing on? It's crazy how much that's kind of like sucked all of us teenagers in. Yeah, for sure. Like my TikTok account, like I was getting pretty good views on a few videos and then I was like, I'm going to like go for 10 days straight and make a TikTok every day and maybe see if I can like get a really big video. And every single day my views would go down until they were like, I get like 10 people watching and I'm like, and it would like really make me like discouraged. And um, and then like after I'm like, I literally like don't care. Like that doesn't matter. What matters is like 
I can like go outside and play with like my friends or like my family. It's not about getting the likes. Like, That's a really great perspective because I think some people would internalize that. I think we as adults internalize that, right? Yeah. Like I posted the picture of my cute kid and only got fifty likes. Like what is that? My kid's so cute. It's, right? it's true. Because, I run the Instagram account at my school and I'll be like, how many likes did that video that I just posted get? It's right. not even me. It's but everyone is is a victim to like. Do they like me enough? Right. It's, yeah. It's real. And I think another big problem is the comment section because oh. that can get so like dangerous. Toxic. And, yeah. So yeah. Social toxic. media has heightened bullying. I feel like like cyber bullying is a big thing. I've found so many mean comments on some of my friends' posts and some of mine as well. And it's interesting to watch because I think as a teenager, it is hard to be a teenager, and it is hard to feel like you feel accepted and you feel wanted and you feel loved. And I don't think social media is helping that at all. Yeah, I feel like I saw a TikTok and the comments were just really mean, right? And the girl went back to her comments and was like, hey, guys, this isn't making me feel good. Like, this is like cyberbullying. And then the comments responded back to her. We're just, oh, just log off. If you just log off, then like nothing will happen because you can't see the comments. They don't do anything. Or they'll and be it's like, like, you're too fragile. You're not strong enough to like Yeah, and it's like, jokes, no, right? I can't just log off. I'm not just too fragile. I'm not going to sit here and put myself out there. Exactly. Excited to see the feedback and then like get thrashed on. Yeah. Peter, what do you think about this? Do you think that kids are becoming more resilient when they experience some of these online comments or do you think it's hurting self-esteem? Uh, it, well, it kind of breaks my heart to hear them talk about this because these are two fabulous uh, kids yeah. that I knew when I was a middle school principal. Um, but I, I don't know if it def- necessarily makes them more resilient. I think um, in this book I read about this uh, study of of rats, these these uh, rats went out and did this experiment that was traumatizing. You know, they'd, they'd have people handle them and it was it was hard. And the rats who got went back, or I guess it was the pups. It was the baby rats is what you call it. I'm sorry that I'm talking about <laughs> comparing rats, these but, teenagers to rats. But it's the, fine. the rats that had parents that licked them and that was their way of showing affection. They were actually more resilient than the rats that just went back to, to nothing. Mm-hmm. And so I think kids can handle hard things, but it's so important that they have a place at home where they feel loved and supported no matter what. Mm. And if, if that's not happening in your home, then no, no, they can't, they can't handle that. They can't, it, it's too much for them. And, and so we have a responsibility in our schools and in our homes to be that place where it's like to, to see the value in, in each child, um, beyond whatever they're putting on TikTok or Facebook, or yeah. I know they're not even using Facebook. I'm sorry. Twitter, no. Well, for me, I can tell you firsthand, it has destroyed a lot of my resilience because before I had that, I was a pretty strong kid, not like mom. Back inside the mom show. Dads are welcome, but moms come here to be heard. We're with Lindsay Ertz on KSL News Radio.
Welcome back into the Mom Show today. Thank you for joining us. I am Lindsay Ertz having a teen talk conversation today with two teenagers. Uh, Jocelyn Osmond is 14, Grant Westcott is 15, and then Principal of American Fork High School, Peter Glon, is with us as well. It's all brought to you by Central Bank, Strong, Local, Secure. You can check out their Youth Smart program, uh, which is a new savings product for kids. So, guys, we've been talking a lot about technology today, the pros, the cons, the things that are challenging about it. I want to know, as a mother... What is your main advice for what I can do to help when my kids become teenagers? How can I protect them and or give them their freedom and or respect them when it comes to social media and technology? The biggest thing I would tell parents is to just listen. Listen to your kid. I think it's hard to have your teenager come out and talk to you about something, especially if it's something that hurt them on social media, let's say, or something that happened on social media And it took a big step. And I think you just need to listen and listen to your kids and really observe and ask questions and also just spend time with them. Yeah, I totally agree. Also, we've been saying not great things about social medias, but there's also a lot of good benefits. Like you can post videos and your friends can tell you like really awesome things. Like I've definitely also felt amazing after posting some videos. But for me, I would say... Um, one thing parents can do. Here's a little science for you. So most people don't know. I know last year with coronavirus and being on the computer all day, everyone was kind of getting into like the blue light glasses. Like, I don't want my eyes hurt. But it's actually it's interesting because our bodies follow what is called the circadian rhythm. Mm -hmm. And this means that when the sun is up, our bodies know that we're supposed to be awake. And when the sun is down, we're supposed to be asleep. And the sun is a natural blue light, so you're actually not supposed to wear the blue light glasses during the day because it can be blocking out the sun and it's telling your body to go to sleep. And then if you're not wearing them at night or like the blue light at night is telling your body to stay awake. And um, a big thing that causes anxiety and teen depression is not getting enough sleep. And I know I definitely love to sleep and before if bed, if I'm looking at my phone for two hours or whatever, it takes me a while longer to go to sleep because your mind is like, it's a blue light. We're supposed to be awake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think adding filters and watching your kids' screen time is definitely a big, 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 big thing that you should be focusing on. And maybe having access to their passwords so you can monitor what conversations they're having as well. I think us as teens, it's our responsibility to post maybe inspiring things on the Internet and do good with the Internet. I think there's so much garbage out there that we could find. Like you search on social media and you can find it. And Jocelyn, you're willing to give your password freely to your parents? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I think that makes you a rare breed because I feel like <laughs> not all kids would be so willing. Good point. Good point. Well, teens are um, really good at persuasion um, and they're, they're good at making you feel bad. For maybe some parenting things that you do. <laughs> and I just want to say that that's okay. You can resist that. They will still love you. Um, I'm not saying this is the way to do it. My daughter doesn't have any social media. Of course, she's not trying to um, you know, put herself out there for, for entertainment or anything like that. So I, I'm not judging anyone who does. Um, and my son has one of those phones that don't have the internet. Just calls only. Um, yeah, yeah, I just... It, it's too difficult. I've just seen so many... Um, difficulties that students have uh, with pornography and the phone is just you know basically having the access to all of those things uh, in your room but it does make you want to just cut it out altogether as a parent right it does but you don't you don't necessarily have to do that 
you can set ground rules. Now, kids want phones. They want to be able to communicate. And, and really, they're in a world where they need it. So I'm not saying totally cut that out. But give them some ground rules. Say, hey, this is what we... I can leverage this because I'm paying for your phone, one. And two, I'm probably buying... You're probably buying their phone. You, you mm-hmm. have a lot of leverage. And then you could just say... Here's the deal. If we're going to start down this road, here are the expectations. You can't take it in your room at night. Mm. You, you got to charge it right here. Um, you you could put limits on a lot of those smart devices, like how many hours they use. Just I, I love what Jocelyn said about talking to your teen, but it is that that is the greatest challenge as a parent is or listening. And listening without judgment, because you're going to hear something that you're not going to like, and you're going to want to give your advice right away, but just keep listening. Ask the next question, and the next question, and the next question, and then give your teen an opportunity to solve that problem, and they are actually really good at doing that. They can do it. Yeah. Real quick, before we wrap up, I completely agree with you. My mom has done an amazing job at this because if you don't give your child freedom, that causes them, oh, my mom's not letting me do this. When I go over to my friend's house, he's allowed to, so I'm going to want to do it more. Mm -hmm. And it just gives you like, you honestly just want to make them mad when they don't give you freedom. And my mom has been really good at this and she's obviously set rules and like, I have boundaries and stuff, but like, She's given me a lot of freedom. Like I said earlier, I can follow whoever I want. And it doesn't make me want to, like, do bad stuff. It makes me want to please my mom. and Mm, like Right. You appreciate them. Yeah. Well, that's good to hear. So (laughs) freedom within boundaries, I think, is the message I'm hearing from you all, which was really important. Grant Westcott is 15. Jocelyn Osman is 14. And then Peter Glant, I won't give your age. 41. I'm okay. 41. He's the principal. of American (laughs) Fork High School. And we can't end the show today, you guys, which has been an invaluable conversation without a giveaway. And we're so grateful to Provo Beach, who's giving away four $25 gift cards right now. So in order for you to win this, all you have to do is go to our Teen Talk Instagram page. It's KSL Teen Talk on Instagram is the handle. Jocelyn, that's the handle, right? At KSL Teen Talk? Yes. At KSL Teen Talk on Instagram. If you don't know what Instagram Instagram is Grant and Jocelyn will explain it to you. <laughs> it's a platform. Just search for at KSL Teen Talk and you can win these Provo Beach passes. And this whole episode today brought to you by Central Bank voted best of Utah Valley again. Again, you guys, thank you so much for this episode today. And we'll be back next week on The Mom Show.